Good morning, guys. Welcome to the Shift EQ Podcast with Alan Kay, your favorite EQ health and fitness podcast, streaming every week on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. This is episode five from Dad Bod to Physique Bod Part One. And currently, I am in peak week. I'm in day one of peak week. If you guys don't know what peak week is, peak week is the last week for which people have to prepare for the respective bodybuilding or physique show. And a lot of people have different methodologies for this, but the gist of it is to try to be as lean and full as possible so that you could look as vascular and pretty by the time you hit the stage come show day, showtime. And again, I've seen people have a complete bloat approach. Mine's like a completely dehydrated approach. Some people do it with the sodium and the extra salt in every meal. I'm going by with what my coach told me, and we're going to see how this one works. We're about six days away from the show, and needless to say, I'm pretty excited, nervous, anxious. I've never been up on stage before. I've never been half naked for a crowd. I mean, I've taken my shirt off for a pool party or I've taken, you know, been half naked just in general. Don't really need to explain that one. But this is the first time doing it in a whole big room of strangers amongst other people that do it not only for a living, but do it as a hobby and do it as what they absolutely love. And I get to compete against them. And I get to learn a lot about the industry in its entirety. And that experience is something I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to. Uh, and before I get into this, really, really big shout out to Mariana and Ida um, for coaching me for not only the diet and then the workouts, but also for the posing. This has been a huge experience and one of the bigger life transforming experiences that I've had, you know, taking what was a childhood goal of just being able to be up on stage, look ripped and chiseled, and just do it in a place where I'm not embarrassed, not shy. I grew up with a lot of body insecurities. I remember as a kid having to swim with the shirt on, and then the just the years of just ballooning up and then finally leaning down and ballooning out. Ballooning. This has been the first year I've been really consistent and confident with everything that I've built and I'm confident that I know it's not just a, a fling. You know, a lot of people just try to lose weight for the summer or some people just try to lean out 30 pounds at a time. And it's a very temporary thing. Like I found a way to make what I do now as a, as a lifestyle. And so that's why it's really exciting to see what further can go on with this. Not only for, from a physique competition standpoint that's going to happen here in six days, but where else this can take me now. I created this episode because I got a flood of questions, fears and responses in person through Instagram, through Facebook. And I wanted to create episodes that I could at least enlighten this for you guys and also provide you guys a, an inspiration so that in the event that you guys want to do this, and I hope you guys do that, you guys can use this as a reference to your experience and to what to expect on the way along. With the exception of me, I just decided that, hey, I'm kind of getting lean and I'm going to sign up for this and didn't have a real plan until maybe three months before the show. Highly recommend you start a little bit earlier than that. And without further ado, 
Here are the five most common questions, responses, and fears that I got for training for this physique competition. Number five, one of the most common questions I always got was, why did I even decide to do it? Now, for me, I've always wanted to have the big alpha male look, whether it's the big abs, the big chest, the big arms, the ripped chisel lean look, the big chisel jawline. For me, at a young age, that was very much impressed upon me. Now, someone for someone who was dealing with being fat and then not being fat and then being skinny, not being skinny and had constant fluctuation with weight and constantly being obsessed with it at the same time, being at a point now where I'm completely confident with taking my shirt off to the point where I'll be on stage is is a dream. It really is. And, and I know that there's a lot of people that are going through a lot of those pains and aches of being insecure with their body. And trust me, I was there too. So to be at a point where I broke through all of those limiting beliefs, found what works for me and kept at it to a point where now I'm literally about to compete on stage is the most empowering feeling in the world to take what used to be a ginormous insecurity and transform that into fuel and then making an entire program out of it to be at this point. And now I'm not saying that the pinnacle of being empowered is to be on stage and that isn't the goal that shouldn't be the goal but the fact that I got to a point I built myself to a point to be able to make that into a reality um, is absolutely just amazing and I'm I'm beyond grateful for it like you would not believe and that's also why I highly recommend anybody who is going through something like body dysmorphia or just grossly insecure with their body to sign up and train for a, for a competition like it doesn't matter how you how you place amongst everybody else. What matters is you can break through all of those limiting beliefs about yourself and then get to a point where you can just be so vulnerable and own that moment. And my God, I, I am just excited for that. And I'm looking forward to all of your guys as well, because I know damn well some of you guys are going to for sure sign up for that after this. So the number four common question slash response I get is that there's no way that I can do it. I is in you. And then also me as well. And I'll be really frank with you. When I first started, I didn't think it was possible as well. And I also, I don't want to say I cheated, but this wasn't a goal of mine until I actually started training for the marathon and I started leaning out. And the more I ran, the more kind of consistent I stayed with the weight. And the more I, I leaned out, the more I started realizing, hey, I can definitely train for a physique competition at the same time. I just need to get more strict with the weight training. And about three months, four months out from the actual physique competition, I hired a trainer. We started working on me eating correctly and then working out correctly with regards to getting the right muscles developed. Um, the physique competition likes a V taper. So my lats needed a lot of work and they still do. My waist needs to slim down just a little bit, but honestly, I'm, I'm very happy with where I'm at. This is my very first show ever. And it's crazy to think literally six, seven months ago, I never thought I'd be getting on stage. And again, it's about taking that step, 
even when you don't believe that you can, it's still taking that step of faith and saying, I'm going to learn anyways. And it all of a sudden this be, doesn't become, I can't do it. It becomes, how do I find a way to do it? And to be at this point, again, I can't emphasize that enough to understanding that the physique competition is just a competition of eating correctly and working out based on, on how you like to work out and piggybacking on things that you love, this becomes a lot easier. And again, that's why I cannot wait for you guys to sign up. Now, number three is my absolute favorite, and it has been the most challenging, uh, but I found a way to make it my own. So number three is about the food, the eating, the restricted eating. You have to have chicken breast. You have to have ground turkey, blah, 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 blah. I will say that in order for you to get the best result, in order for you to get the leanest physique possible to, yes, stick to the lean chicken breast, stick to the lean turkey for your protein sources, stick to grains and carbs like rice, potato, sweet potato, oatmeal, things that are really easily digestible and are very nutritious when it comes to carbs. If you could start switching like your burger to that of a chicken breast, if you start switching your French fries to sweet potatoes, if you could start doing those gradual progressions, that's how the eating for this becomes a lot easier. Now, what I found throughout this and what I did to make it work for me is I didn't push away any of my eating behaviors. For example, I still love overeating at times. I absolutely overindulge. And the way I use this to my advantage during this training is that if I did a morning workout, that I combined my morning meal, morning, my morning meal with my recovery meal. And what this allowed me to do is intake a little bit of extra carbs more than necessary. It allowed me to eat an extra spoonful of peanut butter or two. And it made me the hap absolute happiest thing in the world. And I found while training for this and while working with other people and seeing how other people have failed, so to speak, that it's not about making that adjustment literally overnight. Because if you're to take how I'm eating now, how I'm training now, and how I'm approaching everything, and you're to take this to eight months ago when I kind of started everything, I would have been telling you, hell the fuck no, right? Take it one workout at a time, one meal at a time, one drink at a time, literally take it down to that, break it down. And honestly, keep asking yourself, is what I'm eating serving me? If it's not, how do I work it off? If it is, how is it serving me? In the sense of every single food to include cookies, cake, and ice cream, you can break it down to proteins, carbs, fats. And as long as you can work out and keep those within the correct intervals, or and if you don't, understand how to remedy that. That's when all of this eating becomes easy for you. Too many people, when they come to diets or shifting, they think about omitting things. I think we need to start transferring that and shifting to start adding things. If we're going to start shifting our diet, also adding exercise. If it comes to adding you know, a better food choice, add a better food interval too with it at the same time. Like eating breakfast at right after your workouts or at least being cognizant of what your recovery meals are. Again, eating with a purpose allows you to be able to transition to eat strictly for these meals. And if you want to be as show ready as possible, then you got to shift over to the correct foods and sticking to the more nutrient dense foods is always, always, always the way to go. Number two, do I need to wait till I know everything before I start making this transition? 
Now, I will say you don't need to know everything, but it is very nice to be ahead of the curve for what to expect. A lot of the mistakes that I made is that because I was so engaged with running or didn't even care about grocery shopping or got lazy at times, I didn't always get the diet plan ahead of time. So there were times where I would all of a sudden be cutting really low on carbs for the next week and I didn't know it until maybe halfway in. In other words, pay attention to the plan. Also know ahead of time when peak week is happening this week because I honestly had no idea what the hell peak week was until Saturday and now this is Monday. And <laughs> definitely be ahead of the curve with regards to your plan. It's a lot easier to go through this experience when you're planned for it and you're ahead of time. And it doesn't even become challenging when you know what to expect ahead of time. So definitely be ready. When it comes to working out and eating right, find out what works for you. Again, um, we think we have an idea of how we want some of these plans to go, but our bodies are such variables. There are certain ways that we respond. Some people work out better in the morning. Some people work out better in the afternoon. Some people have a plan to restrict their calories and like this, this, and this. Find out what works best for you. Find out what builds the most muscle, helps you lose the most amount of fat, and then be able to find one of the better methods to dry yourself out right before show. And that is literally just about it. And number one, how do you get ready for an event like this? So I hope everything that I talked about up until now resonated. And I gave you an in-depth perspective, at least from my perspective, of everything I had to experience and adjust to tailor it to my own. And now the next cycle around, I'm going to be able to hone in and improve on the way that I've manufactured this approach. But I hope I gave you guys an idea of how you can make some of these approaches on your own. And if you are thinking about training for a physique competition, if not actually being on stage, but at least competing for one or at least training to look like you're going to compete for one, then reach out to me, shiftyqllc at gmail.com. Also, shiftyq.org. With that, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. For more, go to shiftyq.org or reach out to me at shiftyqllc at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and like. And I hope to see you guys on stage. And I hope you guys have a phenomenal, phenomenal weekend, phenomenal Thanksgiving weekend. Happy Gobble Gobble. Alan out.